0: My philosophy towards the marketing side of things, which we just didn't really have in place before, is that everyone has their job, right? Sales' job is really to get the beer on the shelf. They're trying to get as many placements as they can. My job, I see, is to get people to try it for the first time. Me and me and Colin, our artists who, you, who you're talking about doing this, the can art, it's kind of our job to get people to try it for the first time, and then it's the brewer and the production team's job to get them to buy it another time.
1: And you just heard our good friend Wade from Prairie Artisan Ales out in Oklahoma on this week's episode of Brewers.
2: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt, and today we got a special guest, Rob from Ask Brew Bros, an eco-friendly beer drinker. Wow, Ryan, you are like...
1: He's uh, so good. You're like the... Uh, intro
2: from johnny carson that's amazing you know oh, i yeah. was i was thinking like you know the steve harvey show Ooh, but yeah you know yeah wow same same difference yeah same, i loved same it thing. Yeah. i loved it
1: um yeah we just actually recorded an episode with rob uh um, and we about, thought
3: why not just
4: uh stick around
1: yeah uh what did we talk about in that episode though because we yeah. want to hype it up i mean it's why coming not? up in a couple
4: of weeks,
2: so why not <laughs>
4: Yeah, so we're going to talk about some cool sustainability stuff, uh, especially with Earth Day coming up. So uh, April some, 22nd, right? April 22nd, mm-hmm. see what some of the breweries are doing around that and see what breweries and consumers can do in general. Yeah. yeah.
1: We talked about Earth Day, but like we really want to try to practice Earth. Year. Yeah,
3: Earth Year. I love it. Earth Day every day. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. but I'm drinking a beer out of a, a heart. I'm not even a beer. Can. I'm an asshole. Well, you <laughs> know, I'm so n- sorry. next yeah. next time you want Earth Year to be a thing, make sure you label the uh, the the note in the email Earth Year instead of Earth Day, because <laughs> I thought it was just a day. Yeah. So well, now Surprise. you know. Now you know. Now
1: it's a year. Um. So. We, we, I've drank a ton of mass beer this week. It's been Have you? Yeah, it's been really—I um, went to Channel Marker on Friday to get the, the release from uh,
3: yeah our
1: friend Neil of Gilded Skull, yeah. and uh, they did a little collaboration. Cool little beer. Cool little beer. Uh, I'd suggest, you know, go out there, try it, see what you think. Um, I also grabbed some stuff over at Old Planter's. Um, and I love their space over at Old Planters. I like what they're doing. They just
3: um, upgrade. They did like a little mural. Yes, the stuff. mural. Yeah. So,
1: um, you know, sometimes when you're in the inn, you get to see things a little bit before the public. <laughs> yeah, know it's part of the job. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I sound like Perks, an asshole. But like, he was like, I can't wait to show you. I didn't ask. It happens. Um, it was awesome. And uh, the mural looks beautiful. I'm very yeah. excited for tap rooms to open across Massachusetts. Yeah, uh, it's, we it's happening. It's happening. So many things. Uh, Notch they're going to be serving beer and glass. The draft lines are open. I saw Brienne cleaning draft lines. I'm super Whoops. pumped about that. Um, Gentilly's opening this week. Mm-hmm. You know, so a bunch of great breweries are opening um, their draft lines, so you can practice. Uh, you know, sustainability by drinking out of a glass cup. Fi- finally,
4: yeah, that'll be nice to be able to get back into the actual tap rooms and uh, yeah. Like yeah, drink on premises. It'd be really cool, definitely, but,
1: uh, definitely. I, I was fortunate enough. I'm drinking a lot of old planters right now. I just drank there. Um, it's a shanty, but it's right. a stout shanty, which it's, I don't. I have to but ask but more questions. But
3: not a shandy, right? A shanty is like a like a cabin, right? Like a like a right? See,
4: yeah, shanty. I think different. Yeah, than shandy. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, shanty. Coconut
1: shandy. almond shanty stout. So Interesting. Okay. I just don't know how to read. Maybe they're just trying yeah, to make Shandy like a. Shandy is actually an right. actual beer style. Right. Beer I believe it's right. a mix is like beer the cabin and, house in uh,
4: lemonade. Uh, lemonade, yeah. 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 What is the, uh, shanty style? I never heard that. I, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I, heard that. I think yeah. they're just making like. I think a they're just being pithy. On the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool, yeah.
3: I think they're just trying to
4: be. I do dig well, their little logo with like. I a love the logo. Minimal. Yeah, I love it. Really.
1: Yeah. But it's really cool. and Totally goes with their like branding. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, I went over to Sylvaticus and I got their, uh, their smoked Rausch beer, which.
3: Is that how you say that?
1: I don't know, but I am obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed with smoked beers. You know, the smoking daggers, anytime Notched is one, or.
4: I. I I completely agree. I mm-hmm. can you know that's get good. enough of good smoked beers. Smoked beers, beers are really oh good God. when
1: done right. So good. Yeah. Anytime it's I hard s- to do. Not many people do them.
3: No, really. and they're not very common. Yeah. yeah. Anytime
1: I say that to someone,
2: they're like. No, I don't like smoked beers. Ryan, do you like smoked beers? See, I do, but it's like... It's like a recent uh, thing, though, for Ryan. Not really. Um, (laughs) I I mean, because when I was living in Salem, I always loved going a notch and getting a single pint or a half liter of the Roush beer. But again, it's like I'll have one. And I'm good. I'll, I'm set for a while. You know, I I can't mm. drink. You know, pint after pint of it. Yeah, I guess it's um, not yeah. fashionable per se. Yeah, it just like that that smoked flavor. I like, do really love though
3: when they um I don't know they're doing they did it this year, but in the years past they have their event and they like put the whole hot skewer. in it.
2: Well, that's
1: that's a no, little that's bit. It's different. Different. a little different. I know. That's I know. But that's heads, what think. I'm thinking yeah, about I right know.
3: now, and it, it's exciting.
1: It is exciting. Okay. You can do it, too. You know what? We can get that. That beer is going to be actually released soon. It's
3: coming soon, right? I have a hot poker. That's why I'm excited We're about We're going to throw it in the fire pit. We're going to just do the same thing. Okay. We're going to do it.
2: We're okay. invited. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah,
1: I'll
2: be there. Ryan, you are not invited. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Erica, what have you been drinking?
3: Me? Um, Just a whole variety of things. Recently, I went down and hiked uh, Blue Hills, one of my favorite hikes to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's great because one of the uh, trailheads is right by Widowmaker. So I started there, did a nice big long loop with my puppers, and then got some Widowmaker Pilsner after. Great beer. Yes. Solid and some nachos because that's what they had for the food truck. And it was amazing.
1: Oh, there's a food truck based
2: on nachos? Yeah.
1: Yes. All right. We're going to talk about that <laughs> after this episode. But
2: the, but we're we're going to. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, yeah. Widowmaker's uh, lager, they call it the Widow Lager. It's absolutely phenomenal. Would mm-hmm. you say it slaps, Ryan? It does slap.
1: <laughs> uh, Rob, I'm curious, what have you been drinking? Because you uh, talk about your initiative, right? You are not drinking beer.
2: Yeah, so a
4: while ago. No, well, he is drinking,
1: he's drinking beer. beer, but you're not drinking beer out <laughs> of. Yeah. Almost a year ago, I decided
4: to give up uh, beer that was in single use containers so, yes. or uh, single use plastic, like, you know, um, cups or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm only drinking stuff from growlers or on premises uh, in, in glassware. Glassware. Yeah. So it does limit my um, ability to have as much as I'd like to. But. I'm very fortunate. I live in Cambridge, so Cambridge Brewing Company, which is awesome. They've been mm-hmm. using glassware all the way through, yep. and they have growlers, which is awesome. I also get over to um, Somerville to Remnant Brewing, oh, which yep. has Love really them. cool beers yeah. on tap in glassware, which yep. is great. And they've got the outdoor patio as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to be within biking distance of Brato BK yeah. and Brighton. <laughs> Which Love I Brado. totally dig, uh, and they have again. They use proper glassware, mm-hmm. and they are doing growlers as well. So I've been drinking a lot of beer from those nice. three places in particular.
1: Not to mention the food. Oh, yeah, the food <laughs> from
4: yes, two of the places. Yeah, yeah. food you know? from both <laughs> CBC and Brado is yeah. really good. Yeah. And I yeah. will say though, also there's awesome food options if
1: you go to Rem. Oh yeah, the sure. Finley Market. Oh, no, yeah, really no. it's not yeah. Finley. Uh, Bow, oh. Square. Bow Square, Bow Square, Bow Square, Bow Square. Bow Square. Yeah, yeah, Market, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bow Market, yeah, yeah. Philly yeah. markets in Cincinnati. Good I'm try, so, silly. so close. I'm you were about almost there. Yeah, you
2: were so
4: close. Some oh, oh, pizza place in there. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, yep. really good. Uh, like vegan, yeah. vegetarian mm-hmm. type place there as yep. well called Saus. Dumplings yep. and um, dumplings, and they have killer dessert stuff yeah. there. Like, they
3: do. That um yeah. it's I a what, really it's, it's the ice, ice cream it thing. Yeah. If yeah. you yeah. haven't been
4: to Bow Square, check it out. And they can yeah. do reservations. They have this middle yeah.
3: it's, it's a it's a cool a cool scene. scene. It's really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Cool for you to doing that initiative. And I Rumor has it you have a challenge for the brew roots crew for Earth Week. That's right. I had almost I don't know. It. We discussed oh, that. No, you know what? I, I you know what? That's <laughs> reminding that's me. why I invited <laughs> Rob to do uh, <laughs> I'm gonna the leave intro. right now. That's why we kept him around. <laughs> that's why we kept him around. <laughs> so <laughs> we just want our listeners to keep us honest.
4: I am challenging listeners too. Ooh. Um, All right. but especially the brew roots crew from uh ape the, so Earth Week, <laughs> not just Earth Day, that's okay. a little too Easy. It's a right. week. week. Can yep. do it. Uh, like the 19th to the 25th, a Monday to a Sunday. That's fair enough. I'm challenging you also to drink only beer that's. Either on draft in reusable glassware, so you can go to any of the oh breweries boy. that you're nearby. Okay. Or to if you really need to take beer home to get it from a reusable growler.
1: See, Ryan, it's not that hard. You love going not to breweries. Not all impossible, the time, Ryan. We can do it, Ryan. Let's quick discuss what's
4: around here for growler offers. Who? Well, that's a true thing. north. Uh, Probably true, all of them would true do. True
2: North it. has it. Maybe Riverwalk still has it. Riverwalk still has it. Yeah. Um. Switch will do it for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe. Options. Options. And
4: you might have to get out on the road a little bit. You have to ask.
2: My, my my uh my car gets maybe fourteen miles to the gallon. <laughs> so, um, a so maybe I shouldn't gallon. just yeah. drive my car. I. By the sounds of it. Maybe <laughs> you should get a bike. But but also
1: there at Seventh Wave, we rumor has it that we're trying to get beer bro Rob Bob to do yoga. Yes. We're trying to get Matt Bro. <laughs> <Ruth> <laughs> <What? pro math. laughs> to do beer yoga. Yeah. Erica, are going to do beer yoga? Why not? Ryan. You so already know the answer we to me. Need... Need... He's going to go. So we are starting the Got hashtag, it. hashtag Rob and Ryan. <laughs> no. No. Bob, Bob and, Bob Bob and Ryan. Ryan. Hashtag Bob and Ryan do yoga.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh my
4: God. Yeah. So seventh wave doing a special yoga on the lawn on the weekend of uh, Earth weekend. So the 24th, Saturday the 24th. So.
2: Sorry, but I'm going to be really, preoccupied with my thesis. They have some <laughs> um, cool stuff there, though. Besides they have a pizza truck, Ryan.
4: suck it up right. through the yoga. I'll buy your beers for you for the day. <gasps> what? And they Damn. have a killer, right? They have killer, like, pizza on site brewed in this killer brick oven in this old Airstream trailer. It's I'll awesome. I'll buy your pizza, too. <gasps> That's Beer, a deal, Ryan. And riot. I'll drive you out there. For
1: you and Bob. I will drive you uh, out there, Ryan. I'm gonna sweeten
4: the pot. I'm going to sweeten the pot. I will buy the whole Brewroots crew drinks and eats for free that day
3: what?
4: if
1: if Ryan does the yoga with us. So you heard it here, Brewroots listeners. We have to use the hashtag. Ryan, you can't say no to this.
3: Come on, email your know. professor.
1: Email your professor right now. Say, dear prof, what up? You have to say that because, like, what I'm up? doing
3: yoga. Doing yoga.
1: Send pics. You'll love. Sincerely, no scratch. Sincerely, regards. Very professional. Yes. Sound guy, Ryan. (laughs) What do you think? Can we get a commitment? Uh Can I get a name in?
3: Get an amen.
2: Amen. We got Ryan. Now we have to work on Bob. Yes. So right, We'll
1: work on everyone that. Everyone go to the Mass Pro Bros page and spam their page and just say, Bob, do yoga. Bob, do yoga.
3: Yes. Every comment I see. Message.
1: I'm going to literally comment on I everything I think I will say. too, actually. Why not? Can Bob do yoga?
4: Can Bob do yoga? Bob, you yoga? cannot.
1: I certainly I like
2: cannot it. do yoga. Me so neither. the
4: thing. It's, a, it's an all- All-inclusive? All-level
2: you know? yoga yeah. class.
4: So literally, if you can just- sit there if you can tie your shoes you can do it maybe just so you know
2: so that's assuming that i can just sit there yeah ryan yeah Yeah. Um, you can do it
4: ryan you'll be good there's the the you don't have to be doing crazy stuff where you're like bending over half backwards like some well
2: no see if i try to do that i'd probably uh die yeah Um, So whatever
4: you just there's there's always any simple little easy thing you can literally you can lie in in on your back and
2: just like I, I call and, that the uh, dead fish and chill out, Ryan. Yes, yes.
1: Ryan Sting does <laughs> yoga for eight hours a day and then has sex for six of them. So, <laughs>
2: well, well uh, there you
1: go. So,
4: there you go, Ryan.
1: Now I know that's a There fam- is
4: literally a pose called corpse pose. <laughs> yeah, Gaza, yeah. So
0: that, there you go. There there we can, go. You. we can rename
1: corpse pose to Ryan passed out Ryan pose, <laughs> yes. bear induced I mean, coma I, pose. I really
2: enjoyed the dead fish, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, dead get sound guy Ryan we can, we can do that
1: corpse Ryan
2: so Ryan did we go over what you've been drinking I mean I mean no um, I've been drinking pretty much the huge uh, the solvaticus the true north the saying local I'm saying local uh, what else oh well I traveled to widowmakers um, in Medusa back yep. you know a couple weeks ago so I've been going through uh, what I have purchased from them and you know everyone is doing a great job um i can't wait there's a few new beer releases uh that have been coming out this week uh, yeah, that especially i can't wait pink to try it eh? too mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of releases so yeah i mean that's basically what i've been doing
1: yeah cool
2: well during this episode i am not drinking a
1: mass beer <laughs> or a beer at all at all and this is a beer and I'm so excited. You were
3: super excited to get this. We got this delivered to us. Something. Yeah, I hate to even um, admit this with
1: Rob present. I he's was like he's looking at me like he's I,
3: cringing. So,
1: <laughs> if people follow me on my personal Facebook, which I hope nobody does because I like to keep my life personal and not in the open. But I love Topo Chico Seltzer and you can only get Topo Chico Seltzer at you know your whole foods or total wine no no ryan you can only get the seltzer the non-alcoholic one um so you know like any smart company they're getting on the hard seltzer trend yeah and uh i'm drinking a tobo chico hard seltzer and i'm so excited to be holding this in my hand right now it wasn't bad tropical mango
2: yeah i think this um uh works with the word that I say slaps. Uh, it slaps. You know, yeah. I'm gonna say it's the really best good. the
1: best seltzer I've had is our friends over at River Sticks.
2: Like, mm. bar
1: none, they make excellent seltzers. Yeah. Um, because they are food focused with their seltzers, but this is a second. Not a close second, but a second.
3: Indeed. Yeah. Indeed.
1: But other than that, we've been drinking just mass beer and yeah. you know. So enjoying that.
3: What do we got this week?
1: Well, <laughs> we don't have a mass brewery <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, but we went down to Oklahoma virtually, thanks to our friends over yes. at Squadcast, and we talked with our homie Wade. Yes. Who, not only is in charge of marketing, uh, he's just a super rad dude. And we wanted to do this episode with Prairie because the way I found out about Prairie is because their can art is fucking kick ass, right? Like it is. It's yeah. It's you might not even unique. know what the beer is, but you look at the can and you're like. It stands out. This looks like Saturday morning cartoons, and I fucking laugh at it when I look at this. (laughs) So, yeah, effective marketing does work. Um,
3: Speaking of marketing, they have one can label that because there's poop on it, they can't can't have it in Texas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Fun facts. Yeah. Texas ain't live free or die like New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways... It's awesome to learn about the marketing side. We get into some subjects that we don't typically talk about. You know, yeah. we talk about the impact of influencers in the beer community. You know, they yeah. do have a place. Yeah. You know, we're in, we don't like to say that we're influencers, but we blur the, line sometimes. We blur the lines sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's just awesome to hear how much social media and marketing goes into how a brand is portrayed. Um, but fortunately for Prairie, they have kick-ass can art, and the beer backs it up right Definitely. you know cuz you can have the best you know you know you can have a band that's all playing on yep. stratocasters and top of line equipment but they could be the worst fucking band in the world so, yep, uh, right. this band right here this this brewery right here <laughs> actually has beer that that backs it up yep. and uh you might be familiar you know with prairie bomb bomb that was one of the most traded beers back in the day tremendous beer yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely
4: it's, uh, like a stout but it's got like hot pepper qualities mm-hmm. and- yeah. yep it's exactly a so really interesting combination yeah. Terrific beer.
1: Uh, so Prairie's super known for their sours and super known for their stouts. Um, but we're gonna be getting some of their IPA, which I'm pretty excited to try. And um, they might be um going into like the lager and pill search game. But who, yeah, ain't who ain't at this point? this Uh, so I, I think a lot listen. of people will enjoy this episode. Yeah. Um, because it's cool. You know, we always want to focus on the mass beer scene, right? Like.
3: But it's cool to branch out and yeah. see what else in the United States are, are doing beer-wise.
1: Also, it kind of just shows us, like, again, like, how kick-ass the mouth beer scene is, mm, right? Like, it's true. It's like, true. be very thankful for that, you know, you might be like, oh, I'm, area. sometimes I get, like, sensory overload, and I'm like, fuck, I have seven breweries around me. Like, <laughs> first world problems, uh. right? But, like, you go to, like, Texas <laughs> and you go to Oklahoma and, like, oh, shit, the next brewery is 70 miles away from Right. Me. Like, could right. you imagine, like, you had one brewery to go to, Massachusetts people? Be thankful. <laughs> we educate <laughs> for that reason. Seriously, No, seriously. but um, Prairie's doing awesome things. You yeah. can get Prairie at most local, um, like, packies around the area. Um,
3: and uh, and uh, we went a little noodling,
1: too. We, yeah, we, about, we, oh, about we, we about noodling. went noodling. We went noodling <laughs> on this episode. But, um... Yeah, so follow the doobly-doo below. We're going to get a lot of links on there. We're going to get all of Rob's links, Mass Beer Brews, Echo Echo Friendly Beer Drinker, um, Prairie Ale. Just make sure you can follow them. They're going to have a beer finder to find their beer. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to go into the episode.
2: Hell yeah. Let's get her done. Ryan can't
1: wait to go home and eat some Chinese food. So we got to wrap (laughs) it
2: up. Oh, yeah. All
3: right. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, everybody.
1: Bienvenue. Ooh, yeah. Fancy. Yeah, that's French for uh, for Welcome, our hello,
3: our worldly hello.
1: listeners out there. Oh, okay. You know, the only reason I used Bienvenue this week is because I was looking at our analytics, because I guess we have to do that we're, from time to time. We're pretty
3: strong in France, I hear.
1: Huge following in France. Yeah, huge yeah, following. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 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 huge. I was I was uh, once a pop star in, in France? France. Yeah, you wouldn't. I believe it. You yeah, it's my my other alias that I don't <laughs> give out any longer. But if you like. Put my picture on the internet. You'll find in France. In France, you'll find. Yeah. Jacques, Jacques, something. You, you'll know about it. Yeah,
3: cool. I'm gonna look it up later. Yeah,
1: I'm intrigued. Um, but you know, true to our word, we actually keep our word sometimes when we say we want to do something. And Erica, what are we doing?
3: We are interviewing a brewery in all fifty states.
1: That's right, and probably by That's the time we're done with that, we might have fifty-one. If uh, yeah, if all the senators, <laughs> I heard forty-four senators want uh, Washington D.C. to be a state. So damn, we might have to get f- we fifty-one. We might have to yeah, so,
3: <laughs> up the ante. Here. Yeah, I think we should just get
1: <laughs> D.C. just to be like, Yo, "Fuck you." We in already case. did it. Yeah, um, part of the game. But the brewery we're interviewing today is um, actually one of the only beers my girlfriend likes.
3: Really, yeah. I can see why.
1: I, because yeah. like, their beers are awesome. Yeah,
3: but they're not uh, like they're delicious sour beers. Delicious sour
1: beers. Um, and it's in a state that you would say, really sour beers from this state? What? Um, well, in my opinion, I don't guess I think of the state other than I don't know much about it. <laughs> yeah. Um true, true. And by that awesome description that we just gave you, my girlfriend liking their beer. Yeah. And the state not being something that you would assume
3: has great sour beer.
1: Erica, what's what's who's our brewery today?
3: We are talking to Prairie Ales. That's right.
1: Yeah. That's right, suckers. <laughs> and we listened to our listeners because people really wanted this. Yeah, episode. no, this this was <laughs> thanks we went, to you guys. Yeah. So we uh, went
3: ahead and um we got them.
1: And we're here with Wade, who is in charge of marketing. Uh, is that correct? Did I uh, Wait, what is your title? What is I your guess? title?
3: Let's let's be specific.
0: I had I've been working for prairie for four year three or four years and have not come up with a title yet. I cool. marketing sounds good.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. Done. Sounds we just technique. did it for you. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I do some stuff. Yeah,
1: and uh, we start our episode. We got we we introduced you already, so you don't have to tell us your role because it sounds like you don't even know your role. <laughs> Come on. Um. And uh, what's your first memory of beer?
0: My first memory of beer. I uh, we're actually it's funny because we were just talking about um, right before we started recording the, the Panhandle of Oklahoma, and my family is from way out towards the Panhandle of Oklahoma, where there's nothing. And I, uh, my first memory of a beer is going to a family reunion in Alva, Oklahoma. And my mom, my mom is very conservative, so this makes it makes the, f- the the story a lot funnier if you realize how conservative she is. But she, I uh, was going into high school, and she knew I was going to go to parties and stuff. And maybe it was after my freshman year of high school, but she had all my cousins. She told them to get me as drunk as I could they could get me
1: (laughs) to like deter you
0: so i could just like understand the feelings that she thought she was like really preparing me for life (laughs) um and i was never something i expected my mom to (laughs) so i had a i had a really fun weekend in a hotel in alvin alva oklahoma with a bunch of my cousins who were all you know a lot a lot older than me but they they took care of me there's there, are, there was a DVD at one point back when we... There's a DVD?
1: DVD. Ooh, if you oh. can get your hands on that, we should release that. Pretty <laughs>
0: really solid. Yeah. That's <laughs> <It's> awesome. <brutal. laughs>
1: what was the weirdest thing you said? I'm just curious.
0: Uh, or did. Ever seen the, have you seen the movie Patch Adams? Oh,
1: yeah. Great. Great
0: movie. It, there's like a really brief joke in that where he pops his head up onto a countertop to talk to a nurse. Robin Williams does. And he goes, hi, I'm John the Baptist. <laughs> and it's it just, just his head sitting there. And I had I was behind a chair and I talked as John the Baptist for like 15 minutes. Amazing. Just like solid, solid.
1: Do you ever like <laughs> throw, do you ever throw back to that for the like the LOL for the family? <laughs>
0: Just
1: they throw it in the DVD it. player. Yeah. They,
0: they bring they bring it up every they bring it up to I see my cousins uh, and they say, "Hey, have John the Baptist?"
1: agree. <laughs> uh, I great. knew that when I was 15. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'm guessing you as John the Baptist, was that like a major milestone in your life that you're like, fuck yeah, I need to get in the beer industry? This is it. Or uh, what was like, what was life before Prairie?
0: No, um, I worked, I was a consultant in the Middle East for a medical healthcare company.
1: Wow, that sounds interesting.
0: different. It was, it was outside of, outside of the work stuff, it was, it was the coolest thing ever because I was at a busy airport and I got to travel the world and it was, I never regret it for a second, but the work itself was not, not for me and it was you know 60 70 hours wow. a week and i when i moved back home i um i wanted to find something that i liked and i was i went to went back to school actually and while i was in school started bartending at prairie in Oklahoma city and the rest as they say is history oh cool
3: go 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 what did you go back to school for was it for marketing or did you just I, have I got an, act an mba
0: just, just a general mba okay so when I was doing it online, so I had a lot of I had free time, and um, I'd always liked prairie beer dating back to college, um, and I had some home brewing friends, and we would we would I lived in a house in college with six other guys, and we would do uh, we would we would make beer from time to time, and our favorite was always the prairie bomb, um, which is still our our baby, still the flagship beer. Um, so I when they I just was on social media and saw they were hiring bartenders and thought that that'd be a fun thing to do while I was finishing up school,
1: like I might as well get paid uh, to drink their beer right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah two shifties yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: sold so did you kind of like have you know an i g handle that you were growing at the time, or how did you get into the marketing side of that for prairie
0: um i so we had. We didn't have any one person dedicated to it, um, and I sort of I, I went to our owner as I was finishing up school and said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go to a full-time job, you know. I was just working part-time as a bartender, but I, yeah. I see an opportunity here. You don't have anybody working marketing. Our owner famously he hates merchandise. Um, he <laughs> always every. Every time I ask if we can order shirts, he like kind of growls at me and rolls his eyes. Like I hate merchandise. Like, <laughs> I was like, like it's a marketing tool. Right? Like it's not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make you, you know, rich off of selling T-shirts. But it, um, you know, he just he, he's our owner is uh, his name is Zach Pritchard. He's a fourth generation brewer. He's a brewer. He's oh a, wow! You know, yeah, he's, he's a brewer. Yeah, okay. he's his his family was brewing beer in Oklahoma before Oklahoma was a state.
4: That's Damn crazy direct, <laughs> direct
0: lineage. Yeah. Um and so he does not it, you know, I, I had to it took a little convincing, but um you know, I had a I had a presentation for him, I had number he does speak numbers, so okay. I you know, I was kind of showing him and so I I kinda of talked myself into a job and kind of created a position and as part of that I um I took over all the social media, which was kind of being done by committee before before I took it over. Gotcha,
3: gotcha. Yeah.
1: It's always interesting. Um, I think you guys like one of the, the most eye-catching thing about your beer for someone who's not familiar with Oklahoma beer is is your cans, um, and the bottles oh, that you sell. Such um, fun art. You know, I was attracted to getting your beer because of how zany and crazy it was. Uh, I don't know what. I, I, there's one. You have vape tricks, right? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was. I remember that was the first beer I had from you guys, and I made Ryan. It, it is yeah, vape. We did that. We <laughs> took a we took a crappy social media picture for that, and then and from that day forward, it was, it was our social media is improved. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> from but, that uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, how do you grow an established brand? You know, you your brand was kind of when are you doing this? And
3: yeah, because they started in 2012. Yeah. Right. So wh- when did you join them for like doing their social media? 2000.
0: 17.
3: Yeah, so they've already been established, right, at that point. So, how do you come in yeah, there? We've,
0: we've, yeah, we've we've grown a lot in the last couple of years, mostly just in having someone that's dedicated to it and it's a lot of interacting with people and um, I I I kind of the my philosophy towards the marketing side of things, which we just didn't really have in place before, is that everyone has their job, right? Sales sales' job is really to get the beer on the shelf. They're trying to get as many placements as they can. My job, I see, is to get people to try it for the first time. Me and me and Colin, our artists who you, you're talking about doing the, the can art, it's kind of our job to get people to try it for the first time, and then it's the brewers and the production team's job to get them to buy it another time. Yeah. So, that's kind of how we. That's just kind of how we operate. And it's um, having having someone in my position that is talking to people. Um, I I do a lot of like person to I on twitter i like talk to you know respond to almost every person that mentions us you know i i am very responsive on facebook and on all these things and i it's just it's it is like it's a little more arduous than just like releasing a new beer and saying okay here's 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 100 new people that are following you You know it it does like it is like a slow grind of getting people but um yeah we like if you look at like number wise and people that are following the brand it's when you when you put the effort into having someone um, kind of do that work, and it, it shows, it shows up. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, what's your advice for smaller breweries that, you know, it's a brewer, it's a husband and wife team. Um, yeah, you there's know, like five four, people four, that four, five five work people, there. <laughs> and, you know, they're doing their best to keep the doors open, especially in a COVID world, um, to keep social media, you know, important. I, I think in this world, you know, it's important, right? It's a must, I think, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think, I think it's the, I think what, at least around here, what I what I've noticed and what frustrates me about some of the, like our smaller brewers is that they don't really have. You got to have someone. I don't know whether it's just like a Gen Z person or someone to take your photos. It's just the photos. Like it the picture drives that you're taking me of the crazy,
3: beer. right? Oh my
0: gosh, filthy glasses of beer! Like <laughs> <Yeah>. filthy, <laughs> filthy glasses. That's that's like the number one thing. Is just yeah. like – I do not want to come to your brewery. yeah. Don't take a blurry image of a glass. So all you can see is how many bubbles have formed on the side of it. Because exactly. your glass
1: is filtered.
3: Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Give it to me straight. Give me a know. shot. The whole thing in a shot. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I not. Mean, we really cringe. Is. We cringe when we see. Uh, we follow a couple, you know, user f- ran Facebook groups, and it's like, man, your glass is more bubbly than yeah. the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, it's just little. I mean, it's just little thing. I mean, it's it, it's not. It takes some effort, and especially, you know, like if I if I turned our Instagram. If you looked at my mom's Instagram account, it'd be the you'd kind of do the same thing. It'd be like she loves it, and she like she loves taking pictures of her grandkids and taking pictures of her kids, but they're always blurry. They're never <laughs> they're never, they're, all, they're off center. They're like they're not. It's yeah. just not a good photo, and it's not her fault like she's trying she's just sharing her life or whatever and that's I think I think a lot of people when when they're running a brewery they don't they don't really see the importance of
3: there's a difference between your personal account and like the company account right you want the company account to be a bit more elevated
1: wait what would you do to make your mom's Instagram viral (laughs) no no but like seriously I mean when you say when you say something like that let's let's look in that to beer right you have someone who's taking pictures of bubbles they're taking out of floor photos the beer's Flat, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like
3: what? What are some? What, what are some I tips guess. that yeah. you know?
1: You you look at something that can elevate the marketing game. You know, whether you're a beer podcast or you know, <laughs> brewery, you know, or, or you know, a, yeah, you're trying to get famous on TikTok. I don't know.
0: I think it's I think it's considering h- how big your audience is and who your audience is. You know, my my mom takes and posts a picture. I'm really hope my mom doesn't listen to this. She's gonna be <laughs> her feeling so hurt. But she, I love she your mom's Instagram. Pictures.
1: I've seen it. it's great.
4: It, you know.
0: <laughs> she takes pictures and posts them, and uh, you know, as if it's going out to a couple, you know, like her, her just a family, family or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Her right. like, and it, like, yeah, like like it's a group text of our family, you know, and that's 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 how a lot of not a lot, but there's there, a lot of times when I see a, a beer picture, it's it's like someone, people are posting pictures onto their account that has you know. 15,000 followers that looks like it was a quick photo they took uh, for their untapped profile. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like a, just to tick a box or, you know, like here's a new, like they, they didn't, they didn't take the extra 10 minutes to run over to a grocery store. And if they're releasing a strawberry IPA to buy some strawberries to put in front of the, you know, like, yeah.
2: it's just
0: like, it, there's like those little touches, I think actually, actually matter quite a bit. And I think that it just gets people to stop and to read the caption and to figure out, you know, I don't know yeah, to, to, to draw to draw them in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, to convert them into someone who's actually going to buy the beer instead of just scrolling just past like it, it, or you
2: know, past yeah.
1: it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's kind of been some of the uh, the struggles? You guys are known for your sour beers, but in, in an IPA world, how do you get your 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 beer out there and, and known? And well, I think it's what you
0: a little bit what you mentioned earlier with the artwork. Um, and at first, I would say that we are known for our sours, but we're we're definitely built as a stout brewery. Um, that's kind of where we
3: – okay.
0: the Prairie, Prairie, Prairie Bomb is where we – it built all of our facilities. Um, Prairie Bomb, we opened as a brewery in 2012 and released Bomb in 2013. Um, and when we released Bomb in 2013, it, like, hit all those top beer lists and stuff. And immediately we became a production brewery. You know, <laughs> we switched from being, like – like, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we are in – we're on every – Continent, except for Africa and Antarctica, we are in forty-something states, um, and most of that is because it was an early-on thing because everybody wanted to get their hands on bomb. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that said, um, I think to get like you're saying an IPA, it is an IPA-driven sort of environment, but I think that our artwork gets people to stop and look. Yeah. Um, sure. That's a credit. That's a that's a credit to the artist, who's uh, Colin Healy, who's one of the original founders. So, he's been he's been on board since day one, and I think I think every label. I think maybe we had one at one point when he was just swamped when we, um, you know, had someone else kind of, kind of try to come in and mirror his style and release a beer. <laughs> yeah. But um, and no one knows, so <laughs> yeah. don't don't tell anyone. But it's right, all right. <laughs> it's definitely like, uh, you know, he, he's responsible for a lot of the success of the brand just because it is what you know kind of stops people in their tracks
3: yeah it's, like, I yeah. it's eye-catching for sure
1: all right so before yeah. we get into why you guys are using bottles and 12 ounce cans when in a world <laughs> of 16 ounce cans uh we have a word from our sponsors
3: did you know that your favorite massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in massachusetts
2: our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over
1: to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers!
2: Cheers.
3: At our local homebrew shop, beer and wine hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help beer and wine hobby is family owned and located in danvers massachusetts visit their website beer-wine.com and use our promo code BRUITS for 10 percent off your online order today
1: shirts on tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so we are back. Thank you, amazing sponsors. Uh, as, I, as soon as I asked that question, uh, Wade's eyes opened up, and he—you—you he, he, you could see it. He, you see it. He's—he's he's got a good answer, I, I know he's got a good answer <laughs> yeah. for us. But um, yeah, why? Why uh, the twelve ounce format versus a sixteen ounce format? And the uh, bottles. The bottles versus cans. Yeah.
0: So it's something we've talked about a lot, and it doesn't—I don't have a very—I don't have a perfect answer. The—the um, uh, the main reason is that is the price of it. We our, our sours especially are have so much fruit in them, and it's it's not like, um, you know, we do a lot of that manually. Well, well, it's not like we're just straight up ordering puree from someone. You know, we we do a lot. Of so the the labor cost is high, and and I think the idea is, and and the, and the material cost is high. The idea is that we're we're trying to make it affordable to go buy a four, a four pack. Um, before we started this interview, he was talking about the the price of the twelve ounce bottle being so high, um, and it, it is, but it's. Think of how much more it would be if it was a, if it was a 20 ounce (laughs) (laughs) or 16 ounce can or, you know, it's like, it's, we do a lot of stuff manually that I think probably, you know, and we probably over adjunct some stuff that other breweries maybe could get away. We we could, we could get away with putting less adjuncts in our beers. Um, But we don't, we, we have a, you know, a certain commitment to putting all that, all that good goodness into the beer. And I think that, uh, you know, it's a risk.
3: Now you were talking before you thought maybe there was, or you think there's maybe a um, like a flavor difference between the can versus the bottle for the stouts. Because I think it's well, just stouts. your stouts yeah, we... in the bottles, right? Or do yeah, you have sours yeah. in bottles as well? No, no, no,
0: no. Okay. No, we just have we just have stouts in the bottles. That's that's how we do. We we have we have a, our year round beers and our um, kind of monthly releases and quarterly releases that are sours. Those are all in the twelve ounce cans, and then we're, we're stouts only in. Uh, in the 12 ounce bottles. And we did a, we did a stout in a 12 ounce can. And it, it like, it just tasted different. And I don't know. I, I'm not, again, I'm the marketing guy. I'm the, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know from a technical side why that happened, but we did a bunch of taste tests. We did a bunch of like testing on it. It's not like it was infected. There wasn't anything wrong with it. It just felt, I don't know. It just tasted a little bit different coming out of the aluminum can into a glass versus out of a bottle. And I hmm. I know that there's going to be other people that listen to this and like probably, real brewers that aren't weighed, <laughs> and they're going to say that I'm an idiot and that's, <laughs> that's fine. But, um, yeah, I just, we, we did it once and, uh, it also just didn't move very well off the shelf. So I don't know if that was part of it too. If there's like a perception, just a mental block of, um, you know, seeing our, seeing our bottles, yeah. uh, I don't know, sold, yeah. sold stouts better.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, at any time, how many beers do you guys have out on market? Uh, you know, different, Styles, different beers. I guess you know,
0: like
1: I always see a different one. I feel like every time I go to a different liquor store.
0: Yeah, that's something that that frustrates our distributors. <laughs> <laughs> we we release, so we we have our year round beers, which is Bomb, which is our the OG Imperial Stout. You know, it's vanilla, chocolate, coffee, and ancho chili peppers. That's that's the that's the main one. And then we have Rainbow Sherbet, which is a sour, Vape Tricks, which is a sour. Flush, which is a, shout, is a, a sour. Um, and then we do a quarterly sour, which goes into our mix pack. Then we do monthly releases. <laughs> so if you're a distributor right now, you could buy like seven different offerings from us. Yeah, wow. that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> it's a, it is a lot. And it'll change next month. So it'll yeah. be a different. So right. that, like this, this month's release is Spectrum, which is a, it's a sour with, cinnamon, hibiscus, and ancho chili peppers. Um, and it's available for just this month because it'll be on the shelf for Autism Awareness Month. Um, it's our it's our autism awareness called Spectrum. Um, it's our autism autism fundraising beer uh, that we do with a school here in Oklahoma City. That's awesome. Um, but it'll only be here for a month, and the next yeah. week, next month we'll be on to something else. Um, and again, that's in that, that does frustrate distributors, um, and especially the ones that are further away, like you guys up in New England, maybe you know maybe not place an order from us every month so you might not get every beer that we really right yeah it's um, definitely
1: it's definitely a treat when we get your beer up here
0: yeah well any because it's not an every you know if it's if it's oklahoma or texas then every month you can go into an on cue or you know gas station and find whatever the the newest thing is from us a gas station what? Gas station, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the further you get, it, further you get away, the more like infrequent that the shipments come, and so it's it's kind of whatever is available that month. Yeah, makes yeah. its way that
1: that way. Yeah, for us, it's the better beer stores. In um, Massachusetts, we can't sell beer in gas station, only select gas stations. Yeah, there's some weird rules there's and some all weird that stuff. Rules. Um, but you know, only like the like better liquor stores. Um, and Whole Foods for some reason. I feel like I see you guys on Whole Foods. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. From from the list that uh, Wade sent me today, earlier today, before this interview, you know, the only uh, store that had their stuff was in Plum Island, and yeah. that was like the only place uh, yeah, within that? like place twenty called, something Ryan? miles. Uh, I got it from the Cottage Island Market, and that is in Plum Island. Also. And they had
3: a decent variety, right? They had four different yeah. spouts and two and of their sours. They
2: actually had more. Oh, um, wow. Geez. But again, you know, I didn't want to go ahead and spend uh, a whole... More than what more, you already yeah, did. <laughs> exactly. You know. But it was worth it because, again, I mean, this beer is phenomenal. It really is, though. Shout
1: out to this girl that I had a major crush in high school. Her husband owns that place, so... Oh, <laughs> Shout out to cool. Jen for Cheers. choosing the right guy to own a, a dope <laughs> beer place. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable today. Um, so right now we're we're drinking bomb, and uh, truth be told, this is probably the first time I'm drinking bomb since like is it bomb? 2015, and I had to heavily trade heavy heady topper to get it back in the day. And someone was like, "I want a whole case of heady topper for." <laughs> I am like, "What the fuck?" Um, but how has the recipe changed since you were drinking mm-hmm. bomb back in the day um, to now? Is it still the Delish. same bomb?
0: It's the same. We, the only thing that's changing them is that we, uh, our owner, bought a coffee company. Um, we, if you if you look at like the old label of Bomb, you can see on there that it's uh, the coffee company is called Nordagios, um, which is a Tulsa coffee roastery, and now it's called a Spaceship Earth Coffee Company, which is um, a local McAllister one. So it's the same. We worked really hard, and spent a lot of time making sure that the blend was the same coffee um and it really is i i've done side-by-side taste tests and people will say that they can taste the difference and they'll be really uh you know kind of snooty about the, Nordagios <laughs> the early, they must the be early... or something
1: right yeah. Right, right.
4: yeah
0: yeah yeah it's like oh you know they can tell because there's wax on the lid and yeah. we don't we don't have it we haven't waxed caps in on bomb for a long time so yeah. Yeah. um but that's that's the only thing that's changed everything has like all the ratios everything is everything is the same it's the roasted ancho chilies and the vanilla has been sourced from the same place and the uh chocolate and and it's the same and it's a nice balance
1: yeah for sure
3: yeah no it's not like super hot or or super anything it's just really well blended and it's nice
0: yeah
1: um you know 2015 2011 to 2015 seemed like the year that i filled my basement with beer and haven't drank it in 2021 um do you recommend uh, bottle aging or bottle conditioning any of your your beers? Um, you know, if I was to put this bomb in the in the in the cellar, in the cellar for uh, a year, two years, three years, uh, is that something that you guys are into or drink it
0: fresh? I I I like drinking it fresh. I mostly just because I can't I can't hold on that onto it that long. We what is really fun to do is we we do have a lot of beers that we do uh, every year and that they do change a little bit. Christmas bomb is is Ooh. the example. So it's the same bomb base and the same bomb bomb uh, adjunct. and so then we add some sort of holiday spices to it, and that that holiday spice mix changes a little bit every year. Sometimes yep. it's just cinnamon. Sometimes there's nutmeg and allspice and stuff. Um, and so that one is pretty fun to do verticals with. Yeah. So it's not really. I, I don't. I'm not really advocating that you would um, barrel age it just like to make the flavor better. But it, I would. Or I mean, sorry, cellar it. But I would. <laughs> yeah. I would do it for just to be able to taste them side by side year to yeah. year and kind of get to do that. But it, it, I mean, it should age well. There's nothing, nothing about it that.
1: Yeah. Cool. Don't age the sours, just drink them. I'm curious, uh, when we talk to different breweries, we got a, a feel for what the Texas scene's like, uh, talking to a couple of breweries down there. Um, what is the Oklahoma beer scene? Like, uh, how many breweries in Oklahoma? Um, you know, do you have a Oklahoma brewers guild? It's kind of the deal. There? It has,
0: it has exploded recently. We do have a brewers, uh, like a brewer's association, brewer alliance in Oklahoma. Um, we are the way we're set up. Like, like I mentioned, our owner has been brewing beer since before Oklahoma was a state. That was, that brand was called chalk it is called chalk. We still, we still brew some chalk beer. Um, but recently, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, we we legalized medical marijuana too, and now there's like a medical Ooh. marijuana, like location on every corner, and that's kind of how the breweries been <laughs> too. Like
4: yeah. over
0: the last over the last five or six years, there's like there it used to be kind of uh, us and you know maybe like Marshall was a big one in Tulsa. There's a, there's a couple other Coop and Anthem are the are the, the Oklahoma breweries, and now. Um, there's probably fifteen or twenty just in just in Oklahoma City.
1: Wow. Wow. She's yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a lot. Yeah. Um you, know, you with Prairie kind of, in my opinion, probably being the, the most well known from Oklahoma, um, what are you guys doing right? What are you guys you know, to have your brand be in almost every country and be in forty eight states, um, why? You know, with with it's hard to have it seems like I I I could name 70 different beers from you guys. Um, <laughs> but with that amount of variety, you know, we see breweries and, you know, you know, five of their flagships really off the top That's of all head. you see. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. for someone in Massachusetts, you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen a return other than being, you know, slush or bomb. You know, I see different varieties of your beer all the time. Um, how do you gain that success in a relatively short period of time?
0: Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think, I think our brewer's, like brewing different things um and they we we so we have the way that we're set up is we have our production facility in McAllister Oklahoma which is McAllister Oklahoma is less than 20,000 people it's a smaller community um but we have we have a taproom that's really successful in Oklahoma City um we've had we've had a brew pub in Tulsa which uh unfortunately is closed over COVID um just a lack of sales in downtown Tulsa but those two locations over the last you know, several years have been really, really cool pilot programs. So it's really good R and D facility. So we can throw those, there's no rules at those locations as far as (laughs) what we're brewing, brewing. And that has, it's allowed us to like really get weird and try stuff and, and have the data to be able to look at a beer that we've done in a small batch and say, Hey, this, this killed it. And we could, we could scale this up pretty quickly and, you know, distribute it widely. So we we have, we have a good process. We have a good system. Cool. We have a good, yeah. And so I think that that's probably, and, and the fact that that early on, Bomb was so successful back in 2013 that we blew up quickly. Everybody wanted, you know, all these yeah. uh, distributors were re- reaching out to us and saying, you know, we want to distribute your beer, and we were able to um, get those relationships. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. not like we have to go into Oregon now and you know, pitch like, Hey, please sell our beer for us. It's like,
1: we already have an established name.
0: We have, yeah, we have, we have some relationships there and, and have people to call.
1: Well, You guys took the complete polar opposite approach of, of Treehouse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's always interesting when I see that, you know, it's very similar to something like Treehouse right in Massachusetts. They probably the most traded beer. And it seems like you guys caught lightning in the bottle kind of at the same time as them. Um, what made you want to go in the direction of doing that wide mass distribution rather than just kind of keeping it exclusive to, you know, Oklahoma and making sure your product is, you know, in Oklahoma?
0: Um, that's a good question. I, so our, uh, the original, so, okay. That probably goes back to the beginning of Prairie. <laughs> the beginning the Prairie, of time. Prairie was started by Colin and Chase Healy and, Once Bomb came out and they needed the bigger production capacity, they got Chalk Brewing involved, which is our current owner. And there was a lot of contract brewing just because of the scale of it and the amount that we needed to to produce. Um, And so Chase Healy, who was the original founder of Prairie, sold sold off and um, has started another brewery since. And we... Have a great relationship with them, and it's you know it's super fun. But we a lot of a lot of our, you know, kind of why we started doing what we're doing is, is because we could. We you know we had we had a, a large McAllister. We've got the labor and we've got the facility to to mass produce, and we had all we hadn't we had the beer to sell. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, good for you. That's awesome. Um, so I am curious. You have this brand. You guys have what ninety one thousand followers on. <laughs>
3: Something ridiculous. Instagram. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. You know, and you have a lot of beer to kind of market. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the hardest part of your job? The
0: hardest part of my job is stopping doing it at nighttime. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a...
0: right. When I'm, you know, when I'm sitting with my wife wanting to, like, watch a movie, it's hard. I got someone just tweeted at me talking shit on there. <laughs> jump back in, you know. Like right, I, right. <laughs> it is, you know, like, social media is a part of all of our lives so much um, that when it's also part, like...
3: When it's also your I, job it's like yeah, no, yeah is the
1: prairie account I, on your personal phone
0: oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible because I, like i it's fun because but i you know it's also just like i can i could not get off my couch i can sit on my couch for four hours i can wake up make breakfast sit on my couch for four hours and i will have been working hard
3: yeah, yeah. I, i'm kind of the same <laughs> way my boyfriend will come home and be like what did you do all day well i i sat down and did brew Roots social yeah. media for a couple of hours yeah, yeah. and he'll just be like, The fuck are you doing? What's yeah. it's like no, you don't understand. I <laughs> was super productive. Why did take
0: too much time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right, right. Um what do you kinda love most about uh the marketing?
0: Um well I like I like our beer and so it makes it really easy. Um <laughs> cool. but I I like you know I I like getting to meet and interact with Uh, kind of the same people you kind of develop like these online relationships with the people that are commenting all the time and you can kind of whatever it is talking shit with them or making fun of them or they're making fun of you and i i love those kind of like little mini relationships that form Mm. electronically it's kind of a silly yeah
1: answer to that but
3: no no i love it i i totally agree we have a couple followers that we go back and forth with on our end as well
1: i like to make fun of all of (laughs) them.
0: Very recently, we had a, a couple that just got engaged. And when I first started the account, I was tasked with growing the followers, and I was like, "Okay, well, let's do some giveaways." I was like, "I don't know, let's do some of that stuff that you immediately think of, like, okay, follow this page, and we'll do a drawing for a prize pack." And this girl that won the prize pack was from Oregon, and her boyfriend was from Idaho. And since I've like interacted with them on social media, they both moved together somewhere else to Montana or something. And then they came and visited. They were in Oklahoma city. Aww. Like so I went over there and took them a couple of beers and, you know, that, that's, that's, cool. that's awesome. It, it turns out, yeah, to be pretty fun. Yeah.
1: You know? So I love hearing that Wade, you were able to kind of, I think that you were the reason those, that couple fell in love and got married. Um, so I want to, <laughs> you know, I think that you were the, you
3: were the tying, you and the,
1: Prairie the, beer are the reason yeah. that you guys tied together. Sure. But um, we're not going to get more into that story. We're going to find out what you think of influencers um on the, the other of uh, this uh <laughs> and his and his face got his face dropped again i'm just killing it with the
3: questions can't wait to come back after these,
2: these cliffhangers. yeah did it down. take it away are you a solo artist band podcaster or anyone else who needs recording services well we got a place for you
1: where your vision can become a reality
3: welcome to small pond studios built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians
2: Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Baruch sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com to learn more about the people, beer and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers.
1: All right. So we're back. Uh, we see a ton of beer influencers and people ask us all the time for beer influencers. And we say, <laughs> no, um, it
3: seems to be kind of a marketing thing. Um, um how
1: important is influencers to your brand? Yeah. And, and, uh,
3: do you use them? Your thoughts on them?
0: I know a lot of really cool ones. I, I think what, ha- what it, it bothers me is when people send me messages asking for free beer for free their wedding. um, I'll take you, you know, I, I don't, we're not going to pay for the beer that you send us. We need three kegs. It's going to be for our weddings. I can promise you I'll post pictures on my Instagram afterwards. I have 40,000 followers. <laughs> so, okay. But, like the people following your account aren't, aren't following your account because you are a beer drinker necessarily. Right. You know? right. When it comes to like a beer influencer, um, I don't know. I know, I know a couple of really cool ones. We, we, we have do too. Some, I we, don't want us
1: to sound like we're talking trash. We know really cool ones too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we had some come to our festival a couple years ago, and, like, we didn't, like, pay for them to come or anything, but they came, and it was awesome to see them and, you know, got to take a picture with them or whatever. And um, so I, I don't know. It's it's just the ones that are – the people that sort of, like, I feel like crawl across the internet looking for free stuff. Yeah. Do you, you ever reach as...
3: out to them to, like, use them in any kind of campaign or
0: – I have never done that.
3: Okay. Just curious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Neither no, of you. I'm right. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's important. I, I, I'm curious how important is Twitter, um, as a tool in your arsenal? Um, what's what do you, and you, use if you, Twitter? Do you use Twitter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I use Twitter. I, I love Twitter. Um, cause Loves to it. me, Twitter is a lot more of the, uh, I can get away with a lot more. It doesn't have to be as professional sounding. I feel like, I feel like, okay. you know, Facebook and Instagram, I have, you know, I I mostly try to keep, you know, the, the posts are about the beer or about events that are coming up or, um, you know, and it's it's a lot more structured. I try to get at least one post out a day, and it's, mm-hmm. um, I, I get the post schedules ahead of time. Twitter's a lot more of like a,
3: in the moment kind on of on the thing. fly, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and I like, can tweet about what's the the thing. I I'm sure that by the time this is posted this is posted that people won't even be thinking about it, but there's like that. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. Oh, that has with the like shrimp. shrimp.
1: That's Topanga Lawrence's shrimp. husband. Do you know that? Yeah. I was like, what? yeah, Yeah. You don't know about this? Just no. th- Just look it up. Okay.
0: Topanga's husband found some shrimp in his, like, shrimp tails in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
1: Oh, gross. It's, I would have straight it's, up it's eaten disgusting. them. Whatever. But it's like, yeah,
0: it's gone super <laughs> viral. Into, like, from a Twitter account, it's fun to, Yeah. you know, like, jump in there. And it's not, as, sure. it's not as formalized. And so I love Twitter. I think it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Um, do you think Twitter is underutilized by the brewing industry?
0: I would say so. Um for there there's like a very strong beer Twitter community. There's a lot of uh like individual brewers on there, but I don't see as much from actual breweries. Yeah. Especially in Chicago. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's weird. There's a huge like there's a huge group of people in Chicago that are always tweeting um about (laughs) beer. And they it's like interesting. I'm now friends with like 10 people in Chicago. If I ever go to Chicago, like I'll, I'll have people I can contact and go hang out. (laughs)
1: Um, I think a lot of times when we tweet or when we post something, we have a lot of people in mind. Um, you know, in 2020, 2021, you want to be sensitive to all everyone. You know, I never want to post something that is offensive to anyone. Um, is it harder to, to post something with that that vein, you know, or is it just...
3: Yeah, how do you kind of keep that in the back of your mind, you yeah. know?
4: Yeah.
0: I think, well, so there is there is definitely like a part of that that's understanding um, just sort of the mechanics of who's, the algorithms and who sees what you're posting about. And so, like I mentioned on, on Facebook or Instagram, everything that I'm posting, I, I really want to have broad appeal because I know that... Um, The demographic of the people that see that is super, super wide. Whereas if you're responding to somebody, um, the people who are going to see that response are that person and the people that follow them. Mm. And so, I think, I mean, the main part of not not offending anybody is not being offensive in the first place. Not being an asshole.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right, right, right.
0: but, But but you can like I think there's like a really fun an acceptable level of snarkiness that people actually like appreciate and don't, mm-hmm. it's not like if you call somebody an idiot, like going to ingest, like it actually yeah. is going to, they're probably, you know, they're more excited that they're interacting with the brand. And that they,
2: <laughs> oh my God, they're calling me know? an idiot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm honored. Uh, yeah. so cool. Yeah. I stupid, but
1: I mean, it's not, yeah. I don't know, true. Like. true. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: That's awesome. So Matt, what are we drinking right now again?
1: Um, I don't know you have the ball oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah yeah so we're having now we've moved on to bourbon barrel aged weekend um and you said there was a funny story with this one It has great yeah, can thought- art like everything else. I don't know if the story has anything to do with the can art but
0: it does and it, I probably oversold it it's not that funny of a story oh, but our no. um, <laughs> uh, well our biggest market is Oklahoma and our second biggest market and it's like really close one and two is Texas. And we can't sell that beer in Texas. Oh, why? Because why? Yeah. If you look at the if you look at the label, I mean, obviously we we plan to send it to Texas, but if you look yes. at the label, there's, a, there's like a parade of people. Yeah. And one of the people up front is walking a dog. Yep. Yes. And towards the back of the line, you can see that the dog has pooped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. And Texas did not approve the label because there's dog poop on the. Label. Oh my god! Did they think it was like inoff- <laughs> they think it was offensive
1: or something. I guess no, so. like
0: I. I that we, makes no we sat, sense. We sat on sales calls and we were just like laughing and scratching our heads like do we go back and make a Texas specific label that doesn't have the proof right, on it? And right. Like, well, that's going to cost this. and it was like it was the it was so ridiculous. Oh, that
1: is so ridiculous.
0: You do have to deal with every state's like different weird laws. We have a lot a lot of our beers can't be sold and I think it's I want to say Vermont. Oh,
1: Vermont. Because, Your home state of because, Erica? I know.
0: Because uh they're they are kind of cartoony and you know, someone interprets that as being sort of marketing it towards Kids, underage children. people. Children, yeah.
4: Oh. yeah. Interesting. So there's,
0: there's like, there are things you got to tiptoe around, and so our art weird. is so wacky that sometimes that <laughs> we run into stuff. That's really good beer, though. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> That's so silly. Especially, like, with Texas. I feel like they're so, like, I don't know, like... Freedom. Freedom, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I think. They're yeah. just doing their own thing, but God forbid you, but poop on a beer label.
1: It's offensive. <laughs> it's offensive to me. Um, I'm curious, we talked a lot about social media, but I'm sure that's not the only marketing that you do. Um, I mean, what about like radio ads, television, anything like that, festivals, Festivals. what other marketing are you doing, um, to promote the brand? Social media is such a huge, huge part, part of it. Um, and sometimes it feels like social media is low hanging fruit, right? You can attack the most amount of people in the shortest period of time, but what are other aspects of the job that people don't even think about? Well,
0: I, I think, um, Yeah. I think like the brewery relation stuff, it's, it's interacting. Like we have a beer right now. I I was looking earlier, um, untapped. It's like, if you look at the top, the top rated untapped beers, I think number 12 is at barrel age adjunct trail with, uh, and it's, it's labeled on untapped as being uh, angry chair and it's their beer, but it's our collab beer. Um, and I think that that's like a, a cool way to to kind of expand your audience because someone someone goes and tries Barrel Age Adjunct Trail, and they're like, "Oh, this is a collaboration with Prairie and Angry Chair." Let's go, let's go try out a Prairie beer. Um, yeah. We did one with, with Cigar City also in Florida. Um, nice. Let's let's get this done. Which is another one that we did. That's like yeah. a, a, a scout. Um, so that's that's a part of it. I think our our festival was really cool. We only got to do it one year. We had it on the schedule for last. Last spring, right when COVID hit, um, and so we're kind of back into planning mode and trying to get festival number two going right now. But that's that's another really cool one. Uh, we have not done a lot of the ad stuff. We haven't done radio ads, or we haven't haven't done a billboard or anything like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's it really is just because I it's sort of a testament to the social media side of things because you can reach so many people. It's kind of right. like. If you're kind of happy with where your sales are, or if you're growing at a really steady rate, then it's hard to sometimes justify going and dropping several thousand dollars on on like physical ads,
3: yeah, mm. so let's talk about um covid you know, so I feel like a lot of breweries have kind of just dropped the marketing off um during covid uh I think it's probably just the easiest job that they could just forlow you know for the time being um you know, what's that done for your company in COVID in your position?
0: Uh, I think I think you could take it one way, or one of two different ways. You can kind of say like that's an expendable position and let's, you know, let's let's internalize that and maybe yeah. not have someone separate to do that work, or you can say now is the most important time ever to have someone manning the station, you know, kinda of like manning those accounts and, and active on it. And so many places have gone to being able to order things online. Right. Yeah. Every right. time, every time someone can sell something online, that means there's a link to share. You know, like there's exactly. there's a lot to do on the internet to to push that stuff. Oklahoma had allowed for a while, um, like as an emergency during COVID, we were able to deliver beer. We can't deliver beer in Oklahoma um, cool. normally, but that was an emergency sort of like law that they made that we could do that. So we kind of pivoted to that. Like now we're now we're shipping beer. Now we're trying to get people. Um, you know, we had, I was driving around in a RAV4 full of cases of beer yes. for a while,
4: Problem, <laughs> front,
0: front, front doors, you know? So, um, for me personally, in our job, like in my job, I did not want to lose my job. And so I made sure I was invaluable and was, you know, kind of helping out everywhere yeah. that I could. But I think in general, I think during COVID, I think that the, the social media managers became really important because it was, a, that's the best way that people are going to find out that they can how they can buy beer when they right. can't go mm-hmm. to the restaurant.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, totally agree. Uh
1: in in COVID we've seen a ton of, you know, people posting on TikTok. Uh I started posting on TikTok. That's we started posting now. on TikTok. Yeah. Um is that the next big social media thing or do you think that's a a a trend?
3: Are you guys on TikTok? Are you on
0: TikTok. I think <laughs> it is the next big social media thing. I recently like maybe a week ago, maybe 2 weeks ago got the handle like prairie Angles.
1: What? should have bought that one I'm just well, yeah.
0: so like i have it um i have not posted anything yet and i <sighs> i don't know that i want to take on another one but
3: uh it already takes up so much of your life why not a little bit more right
0: <laughs> yep yeah Or you can say it already takes up so much of my life. I can't take a little more. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah,
3: no, definitely.
0: (laughs) No, I think think TikTok is definitely, it's the the next thing. And it's, I really liked Vine.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. I get it. Vine was really fun. And so I I get it. I get why TikTok is attractive.
1: Yeah. Um, If there was a retired beer that Prairie had um, that you could bring back, what would that beer be?
0: There's a beer uh, called Prairie Somewhere. And it was a sour farmhouse ale.
1: Ooh! I didn't even I have to think about it. You knew. You were like, "Fuck yeah, this one." Yeah, He's it's been really cool. About
0: it. I'm also i I also knew it off the top of my head because I get asked on social media a lot, like, "When are you guys going to do somewhere oh. again?" Like, it, it was <laughs> yeah. very popular among. It's very popular among us internally, and very popular. Uh, if you know, you know. So what's the
3: holdup? I well,
0: mean, we've only ever done it before in sixteen nine bottles. Mm. so (laughs) wow it was a weird format and i I, we need to we need to get into a can and and try it out i don't we're selling so many sours right now that i think that the holdup is trying to like throw something that's a different
3: yeah no style
0: into like a really working mix especially while yeah covid's going on and it's not like the best time to just like start experimenting with what's working Yeah.
3: yeah
1: um so I do know you guys only for sours and stouts. Do you guys brew an IPA? Do you brew a pilsner? Brew a lager?
0: Uh, we don't have a pilsner or a lager. We, I mean, we've done a lot of those, like I mentioned, in Oklahoma City and in Tulsa, sort of like as tests. Pilots. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've been really good. We haven't, we haven't actually scaled one up yet and distributed it. We do have one of our year rounds is a farmhouse ale. It's a hoppy farmhouse ale called Prairie Standard. Nice. Um, and that's actually where our logo comes from. So it's if you've seen the catfish smoking a yeah. cigarette. Yeah, there. yeah. Our primary logo. There's like a comic strip on that beer that is how to noodle, which is a very Oklahoma thing.
3: <laughs> What's the noodle? noodle? How do you noodle?
0: No, okay, good. This is, this is, good. This <laughs> yeah. is good information. So, noodling, and this is going to sound insane, and I'm just going to let you know that before I start. But, noodling is a <laughs> type of fishing. It's a type it's of fishing. Okay. Okay. For catfish.
3: Oh, I've seen this on TV. Yes. You put your arm yeah. out right, and they're supposed to like get your arm.
0: So a lot of a lot of Oklahoma lakes have like muddy bottoms, and catfish will like burrow like little holes, like caves into the mud, and sit in there during, over the winter or whatever. So like, or like you know just like a, like a nest yeah. basically for catfish. And so you'll stick your arm in and dangle it as bait, and then the catfish the catfish are like sixty pound catfish. It's not it's not like a <laughs> right. it's not like, it's not like a little one. <laughs> it bites your arm, and then you just grab onto something in its mouth and pull the catfish. So if you Google it, it is like the wildest.
3: That's crazy. Most, they but they don't have teeth or time. anything, right? So it doesn't like no. hurt or whatever.
0: I don't, I've never done it. done it. I
3: don't
0: think it's comfortable.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. Probably not.
1: It's not preferred, <laughs> but you, uh, you got to do what you got to do. You got
0: to noodle, man. <laughs> yeah. like noodle festivals and stuff. So there's, there's if you, if you buy <laughs> a Prairie Standard, then there's a comic on there that has.
1: <laughs> good. I'm, I'm going to check it out. We're going to have to noodle this summer. I can't wait to noodle. Yeah. We're going to be noodling all
0: summer long. <laughs>
3: i think good. it's great it's called noodling like yeah. they have like a better a different i don't know just noodling yeah that's great good.
0: We, we, and we do we also distribute a double ipa called phantasmagoria yeah uh, okay.
1: you have to at this point right yeah
0: they're 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 solid beers it's, it's a west coast um Ooh, really nice.
4: like it.
1: yeah
0: it's a really good beer it's just that we had so much attention goes to the to the sour's and yeah. especially because they cycle in and out so much that they're they're not as well known, but they're they're really solid beers. I mean, if anyone wants to try them, I recommend it. They're they're good beers. Cool. <laughs>
1: um. So we want our listeners, if they in a post COVID world make it down to Oklahoma, go to or just
3: find your local you know liquor yeah, store to, to purchase this
1: beer. a beer. Yeah. Um. What's the best way to find out where your beer is located, and if they happen to make their way into Oklahoma, how can they come and enjoy their, your beer? We are working
0: on a, like a find my beer system app or, you know, whatever. Um, yes, like a please. lot of the breweries have, um, and we, for now the best way to do it is on our website, which is prairieales.com. There's a distributors page where you can look up the distributor for your state. Um, and you can call them or reach out to them through email. Uh, and see where to buy them. That's, that's what I did. Okay. That's all I did today to, to find out where you guys could buy some, um, was I found our Massachusetts distributor, which is longbow and reached out to them and, cool. um, figured out a couple of the locations I had purchased purchase from them recently. And that's, that's the best way right now. If you come to Oklahoma, we are, so we have a, a tap room in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma city. There's a lot of, it's a lot of other breweries. It's a, it's a pretty good like beer pilgrimage at this point. There's some, there's some really cool stuff happening in, in our beer scene here. Um, we are actually located out in McAllister, and we're in the process of uh, taking a, a little bit of our space. We have this giant warehouse space. We're, we're in the process of converting some of that into a, uh, into a tap room, which will be making a little bit more of a destination. We have a lot of land out there. we got a whole uh, disc golf course. It's <laughs> uh, awesome. It's a cool, it's a cool little area. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully soon that'll be a, a place that people can come check out. Um, but in, in the meantime, yeah, if you if anyone's coming soon, Oklahoma city, to our tap room, we get, you can get basically any of the beers that we make um, that are in distribution, and then a whole bunch of the ones that we're experimenting on too.
1: Cool. cool. Well, wait. If we are ever in the area, you're ever in our area, I'd love to party, hang out, and uh, and drink some beer with you, and show you around Massachusetts, and New Hampshire, and Maine, and Vermont yeah. And, uh,
3: next time we're in Oklahoma, we'll go noodling.
1: We'll go noodle. Yeah, but next yeah. time we're in Oklahoma, we have to go noodling <laughs> with you.
3: Fair. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And like we'll put it on I, I, t- we'll put it on TikTok too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> i'm excited i've listened to a bunch of the episodes um, that you guys have done and I've, I've it's gotten me more excited about kind of the, your local yes yeah local spots that Thank i can't you. get here you know, I've, I've gotten to try some of the treehouse and some of the stuff that gets traded out this way yeah. in the Trillion and, and things like that but those are great
1: um, some... I, I i won't talk shit about those they're great but i i can send you there's stuff so much there's so much there's so much stuff out here yeah yeah so uh yeah. Ryan, do you got a question? No question. Erica, you no, got a no. question?
3: <laughs> I have my question. I mean, I you haven't asked this one recently. And I always like this one. Um, what are you drinking at home, by oh, the way? Yeah, fuck yeah. What, what is in your fridge?
4: Um,
0: I don't know that I should tell you.
4: <laughs> okay. Why
0: not, man? Come on. <laughs> I mean, as a craft brewer, I don't. I don't want to, I don't want you to judge me for my no cooler way. Cold.
1: I got Miller High Life, High High Life in my fridge.
0: Got- High Life. High Life Banquet. Ooh, um, Banquet. You know, I always keep a lot of our beer cold. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, If anyone comes over, they know that I work for Prairie, and they want they want to be hooked up. For sure. Yeah, um, but We have a lot of really cool Oklahoma breweries, too. So, I, you know, I've, earlier I was drinking some stuff from American Solera. They're a good Oklahoma brewery, and um, Stone Cloud. And there's there's a couple of really cool ones around here. So, Cool, I, cool. I'm a big fan of drinking what you like. My, my favorite beer, I will not tell anyone – that my favorite beer is not Pabst Blue Ribbon. I've been drinking yes. Pabst uh, freshman in college, and that is my—that's my beer. And I, it won I a told Blue my, Ribbon.
1: It won a Blue Ribbon. Man. I mean, Ain't nothing wrong on, with man. that. Come on. I, you know, like
0: selling the recipe or something a while ago, and I kept—I pitched it to my owner. I was like, "Hey, we just buy Pabst." Yeah. And I, then I do not have to pay for beer the rest of my life. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, that's no, such no a good painter. idea. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm up for anything. Um, Erica, can I ask the favorite question? Because I haven't yes. asked it in years.
3: and Literally, probably years.
1: It's been years. Yes. I listen back. Go ahead. All right, so Erica's favorite question, and the question that I came up with for every <laughs> episode, uh, is what are you most proud of?
0: Oh, um, I am. You mean like personally or professionally? or Whatever, whatever
1: the... you're feeling. Whatever the fuck you want to say.
4: Well,
0: yeah. yeah, i am i am proud of i mean I, like the normal stuff that people would say like i don't i'm not like gonna start talking about the brewery and like skip over like i'm proud of my family and i've got two beautiful kids <laughs> and, like, i do have those things i'm very proud cool, of them i cool. have, I have a ahead. wonderful life i love my life um from a brewery perspective i like and professionally i am proud of uh i'm proud that you guys reached out to me i'm i'm proud Aww. that we have I mean that we that we that we have people that know about us in Massachusetts, you know, like
1: there are certainly people who like I've brought in your beer to multiple yeah gatherings pre COVID and people are just like, fuck it's what a, is this? People yeah, always it's a, it's
0: a really big sense of pride that yeah. we're we have that big of a footprint.
3: Yeah.
1: People always think that like I've gotten your beer specially like sent to me. And I'm like, this is really not that case in this time. It's like <laughs> I spent really good money to get this beer to share with people. So it's like yeah i i if i can spread the good word of prairie i think you guys are killing it um you know we Definitely. have a lot of great sour and stuff breweries in massachusetts and i love them don't get me wrong and they're doing everything awesome um it's just i love the beer that you guys are putting out i think it's awesome um, and uh
3: and the fact that you ship it out to us and it comes here and it's still good the cans yeah. aren't exploding
1: yeah do you um <laughs> do you do you pasteurize is all the yeah. sours pasteurized No. No. Holy shit. Good for you for not getting double fermentation in the That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah, we haven't had any
0: issues like that. Like fingers crossed, knock on wood. Like I'm not I don't like I don't (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We just Yeah, it has not had had not been an issue for us yet. Um we've had we have had issues. You know, we have a a membership program and um we do like we released there was a day last year we released three hundred and forty unique stouts in the same day um what? our membership we we let our membership we had a membership and they they uh, all got to choose their own ad their own adjuncts for their barrels um and you know it, we, we it's not i'm not saying we were perfect you know that things did not go perfectly that yeah. with all those years but like you know obviously we made it right for everybody that yeah Rad. it was yeah. an issue but yeah it's we the the sours and stuff there's no no pasteurization
1: that's so that's cool. awesome well, Wade, you've been the man today. We appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Seriously. And, Thank you so much for doing this. And hanging out us. with us. And seriously, if you're ever in the area, let's party. Let's hang out. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll catch you down in uh, Oklahoma sometime soon. Absolutely. Can't yeah. wait. Stay safe. Wear a mask. We'll see you soon. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right. For the 10% of our listeners who are listening to this outro, this is for you. Ryan, do you have
2: a special announcement for us this week? Absolutely not. No, you accept Except... Except- He's doing yoga. I am doing yoga. If you listen to the intro, apparently I'm going to be doing some yoga at 7th Wave. That's right. We have an extra smalls t-shirt and I got some booty shorts for you lined up, Brian. Oh, that's going to be hot.
1: Yeah. So we have an awesome episode lined up for you next week. Erica, who do we have?
3: Next week we have faces. That's right.
1: Yeah. I was obsessed with this interview because I look really good on camera.
3: (laughs) You look great on camera.
1: Yeah, they recorded us for this episode. And I just want our listeners to know we more than likely unless we have a very like rich relative or expensive investor who wants to invest in brew roots to get this camera equipment we did not record it <laughs> our friends over at faces recorded it
3: <laughs> this will be the one time we have this nice of a quality yeah video.
1: <laughs> but like my makeup looked great that day
3: yeah yeah we touched it up for you it's
1: real nice yeah it's crystal clear skin it was beautiful but, uh, yeah, we're very excited for that. Um, but if you want to support the podcast and help us out, oh, maybe get that camera equipment one day. Ryan, what's one way that our listeners can do
2: that? We can go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. That's right, because I forgot the password for
1: brewroots on <laughs> patreon.com. So just go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. Yeah. Um, and subscribe. You can buy us a beer. That helps us out. Or for $25, you can... Uh, get some cool brewery swag that we've picked up along the roads and uh exactly get them in your possession and guarantee that ryan has probably touched it along the way and that's incentive oh. enough for me to buy something yes so uh yeah until next week enjoy um your weekend drink mass beer and drink your local brewery um if you're outside the massachusetts area
3: okay cool
1: i've clearly drank a couple yeah so until, All next, right. week. until
3: next time cheers,
1: cheers.